In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Welcome again to morning celebration of Mass. I ask you especially to remember in your prayers of today's Mass, Elizabeth Dalton, whose anniversary of death is today. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, Forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, strength of those who hope in you, graciously hear our pleas, and since without you mortality, mortal fealty can do nothing, Grant us always the help of your grace, that in following your commands we may praise you by our resolve and by our deeds. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the book of the second book of the Kings. This is what happened when the Lord took Elijah up to heaven and in the whirlwind. Elijah and Elisha set out from Gilgal. Elijah said to Elisha, Please stay here. The Lord is only sending me to the Jordan. But he replied, As the Lord lives and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. And they went on together. Fifty of the brotherhood of prophets followed them, halting some distance away as the two of them stood by beside the Jordan. Elijah took his cloak, rolled it up and struck the water, and the water divided to left and to right, and the two of them crossed over dry shod. When they crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, Make your request. What can I do for you before I am taken from you? Elisha answered, Let me inherit a double share of your spirit. Your request is a difficult one, Elijah said. If you see me while I am being taken from you, it shall be as you ask. If not, it will not be so. Now, as they walked on, talking, as they went, a chariot of fire appeared, and horses of fire coming between the two of them. And Elijah went up to heaven in the whirlwind. Elisha saw it and shouted, My father, my father, chariot of Israel and the chargers. Then he lost sight of him, and taking hold of his clothes, he tore them in half. He picked up the cloak of Elijah, which had fallen, and went back and stood on the bank of the Jordan. He took the cloak of Elijah and struck the water. 
Where is the Lord, the God of Elijah? He cried. He struck the water, and it divided to right and left, and Elisha crossed over. The Word of the Lord. Let your hearts take courage, all who hope in the Lord. How great is the goodness, Lord, that you keep for those who fear you, that you show to those who trust you in the sight of men and women. You hide them in the shelter of your presence from the plotting of men and women. You keep them safe within your tent from disputing tongues. Love the Lord, all you saints. He guards his faithful, but the Lord will repay to the full those who act with pride. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. And Jesus said to his disciples, Be careful not to parade your good deeds before men and women to attract their notice. By doing this you will lose all reward from your Father in heaven. So, when you give alms, do not have it trumpeted before you. That's what the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets to win men and women's admiration. I tell you solemnly, they have had their reward. But when you give alms, your left hand must not know what your right is doing. Your almsgiving must be secret, and your father who sees all that's done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, don't imitate the hypocrites, for they love to see say their prayers standing up in the synagogues and at the street corners for people to see them. I tell you solemnly, they have had their reward. But when you pray, go to your private room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in that secret place, and your Father who sees all that is done in secret will reward you. And when you fast, don't put on a gloomy look as the hypocrites do. They pull long faces to let men know that they are fasting. I tell you solemnly, they have had their reward. But when you fast, put oil on your head, wash your face, so that no one will know you are fasting, except your Father who sees all that is done in secret, and your Father who sees all that is done in secret will reward you. The Gospel of the Lord. I'm not sure if you would know, but that Gospel reading is very often uh, read on the occasion of uh, Ash Wednesday, uh, about prayer, fasting and almsgiving. And I suppose it's a kind of direction to towards what we might do in the course of Lent. Today in the first reading of Mass uh, we hear of the great prophet Elijah uh, and of course uh, over this last week uh, despite kind of uh, funerals and so on and last week as well we've been hearing about the prophet Elijah and we know that he's reckoned to be the greatest of the prophets of the Old Testament 
Um, we heard on one occasion that uh, he wanted to hear the voice of God and he heard it in the, the gentle breeze. And uh, God himself then kind of sends him back to his own mission uh, to anoint uh, the kings and to anoint uh, his successor, the prophet Elijah. And so we hear uh, the end of the prophet Elijah's life as he's kind of walking along uh, towards the river Jordan uh, with the prophet Elisha uh, and uh, he gets there and he strikes the, the waters and the waters part and then he's taken up in the, the fiery uh, chariot uh, and uh, the prophet Elisha assumes uh, the prophet's mantle uh, he takes on that kind of authority uh, that the prophet Elisha has had and just to prove it uh, he takes the, uh, the cloak and strikes the water again and of course the waters part. So the kind of transmission and transference of the, the power of the, of, of the prophet uh, from one prophet to the next. And the reason I mention that to you today is because in a certain sense uh, there's a connection between what the first reading is about and what the gospel itself is about. Because Jesus himself uh, stands in that long line of the tradition of the prophets who are very often critical of, of formal religion, um, very often critical uh, of how people conduct themselves, very often uh, critical of people's actions, how they appear to be one thing and then uh, really underneath the surface there's something else. And just to prove that point, we hear in the reading that that's just exactly what Jesus himself is doing. Uh, prayer, fasting and almsgiving would have normally been public uh, actions uh, for uh, the people uh, of Israel. Um, and yet Jesus himself kind of finds something at fault here, that very often these things, instead of being done for the right reason, are done for the wrong reason. Um, in order to win people's admiration uh, so that people see that they're praying so that people see that they're fasting so that people see that they're giving alms and there's something as we listen to this that we know uh, that very often it is a kind of corruption isn't it of the thing it's not really to be done for, for people's attention or, or to win praise for ourselves but there's something kind of uh, that robs it of its meaning, if you like. And what Jesus is pointing out is something that we ourselves know that we shouldn't fall into that trap of doing things for the wrong reasons in order to win people's admiration. Or oh, he's a good person, or she's a good uh, person, or, or see her praying, or see him praying, or see him doing that action, see her doing that action. There's something in it that robs it of its of its real meaning, and of course Jesus then just says, "Go to your private room uh, when when you pray. Uh, if you're uh, fasting, uh, don't look on, don't put on a gloomy look, or uh, uh, don't kind of cover yourself in ashes. Uh, don't let anybody know uh, exactly what you're doing." Um, and there's something kind of very powerful about that in our, in our own lives, isn't there? But something uh, difficult about it too, because the very nature of it sometimes 
of certain actions are public, aren't they? Uh, to go to church, to pray, uh, to give to charities. Sometimes those are kind of very public kind of things. But I think the point is, of course, don't do it for the wrong reasons. Uh, is a kind of warning to all of us uh, that we that, that we can easily take on board. So today we hear in the first reading of the, the powerful prophet, uh, of course, uh, this prophet Elijah and the success of the prophet Elisha are powerful prophets. Uh, people listen to them. Uh, kings themselves are in fear and trembling of, of what they'll say to them and uh, uh, the criticisms that they'll make of them. Uh, these are powerful figures that bring the word of God into the world. Okay, the criticism of of people's kind of actions and deeds and, and can see right to the heart of, of matters. And Jesus himself, of course, is in that great kind of tradition. He reads the hearts of men and women and, and can see sometimes the deception sometimes that's within each of us. So to, to pray for the right reason, uh, to fast for the right reason, to, to give alms for the right reason, that's surely a, a kind of good thing for all of us to listen to, uh, not to do things for the wrong reasons, but to do them for the right reasons. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. And pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. O God, who in the sufferings Present, who in the offerings presented here provide for the twofold needs of human nature, nourishing us with food and renewing us with your sacrament. Grant, we pray, that the sustenance that they provide may not fail us in body or in spirit. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For although you have no need of our praise, yet our thanksgiving is itself your gift, since our praises add nothing to your greatness, but profit us for salvation through Christ our Lord. And so, in company with the choirs of angels, we praise you, and with joy we proclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them with the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed 
and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him. O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil, and graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your Church, and graciously grant our peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace.
Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy to receive you, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. As this reception of your Holy Communion, O Lord, foreshadows the union of the faithful in you, so may it bring about unity in your Church. We ask this through Christ our Lord. And we ask Mary's special protection for us in these days. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us in us now and at the hour of our death. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you. Father, Son and Holy Spirit, go forth, the Mass is ended.